0: Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, your host of Ask a Coach, the Windermere Podcast. In this podcast, we'll tackle some of your toughest real estate questions. Each episode will provide you with detailed answers and proven solutions to some of the biggest challenges facing realtors today. Thank you for listening. Ready. Right. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and this is our Windermere Ask a Coach podcast. And I'm so glad that all of you are here with us today. And I'm so excited because today I have Joe Galindo with us. Joe Galindo, uh, he, was, he, he started off at Windermere, and then he was Sotheby's, and then went to the Compass, right, Joe? And then now you're back with us. We're so delighted to have you back. And Joe is now back with us with uh, the Windermere Coaching Program. And he's one of our coaches. And Joe's been coaching now for a while. And uh, Joe, you've been in the business 30 years, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. after 30 years, we stopped counting, Michael. But uh, yeah, o- over 30 years here in the Seattle area.
0: Well, you know, Joe, one of the reasons why I excited to have you on today is because you have uh, incredible knowledge when it comes to agents who are performing at high levels. You've been coaching a lot of agents. And, uh, you know, one of the things we want to talk about today, because we have a lot of listeners who are real estate agents. We have listeners who are non-real estate agents. We have listeners who are the general public, so to speak. But, you know, I think... A lot of people can benefit from understanding um, the benefits that come from having a coach and uh, what that means. So for you, I mean, what is it What for you? Just give me some uh, some ideas around, you know, what are some of the benefits you see when somebody uh, decides, hey, you know, this is the path I want to go down and actually get a coach?
1: Great question. I, I think the the the, ben- the biggest benefit, I think there are lots of benefits, Mike. But I think the biggest benefit is accountability. Um, here's what I see through uh, the coaching program that we have here is that, that oftentimes agents know what to do, but without accountability, they won't do. Without somebody asking them, you know every day or every week or two or three times a month, have you made your calls? Have you written your notes, who you have coffee with lately? Most people know what to do, but without accountability, they simply won't do it. And unfortunately, uh, in real estate today, you know managers who are oftentimes really great coaches, I was a manager for a number of years in my career. They don't have the time or the bandwidth to do the things that you and I do each day, which is, you know, sit down with people either one on one or over a Zoom call or a FaceTime and hold them accountable for their their weekly action items. So really I think the number one thing is accountability.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And you know, one other thing I'm gonna to add to that too is also perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we know we know what we need to do, but the other challenge is are we doing it correctly? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you an example. So uh, we were in, we were in a, a class the other day and somebody, we were going through the buyer process and we were using the buyer questionnaire. And it said, Hey, could I use this buyer questionnaire when I'm an open house? So if a buyer comes in and they don't have a, uh, they don't have an agent, could I go through the buyer questionnaire with them right there at the house? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, would you, is your, is your open house ended? They said, mm-hmm. well, no, I would just do it then because you know, they may, I may lose them. And I said, Oh, wait a second. Are you on demand or in demand? Mm-hmm. I said, what if you did this? What if you said?" Hey, you know what? I would love to have a consultation with you. In fact, if it's okay with you, I'm I'm working my open house right now. My open house ends at four. I do have time at 4.30. We could reconvene at 4.30 if that works for you, or we could set an appointment tomorrow, but I would love to. I said, but yes, use the consultation. Absolutely. But let's also remember where our responsibility is when we're running an open house. But I think it's it's also those small little perspectives sometimes that we bring to light where we say, hang on, are we doing this We know what to do, but are we doing it in a way that's going to benefit not just us, but our clients and also let us show up on a higher professional level so we get referral business?
1: Right. Great point. I think I think another benefit of a coach is having a systematic approach to how you run your business. Are you doing things in a particular order? Um, You know, it's one thing to get uh, repeat business from buyers and sellers, but are we getting referral business from those people as well? Are we top of mind or relevant with those people? What is our systematic approach to staying in front of our database, our our sphere of influence? It's the same same group of people, in my opinion. But are we staying in front of those people with some sort of systematic approach every single day, every single week, every single month throughout the course of the year? And I think a coach is somebody that can, again, give you some guardrails for your business and hold you accountable for the things that you feel are important to run both your business and your personal life. And I don't want to to underestimate that. I think that the work-life balance is something that is uh, often overlooked. And I think a coach can can encourage you to take a day off once in a while or take a vacation and unplug and not worry about answering the text or emails and have somebody guard your business while you're gone. And a coach uh, oftentimes help gives
0: those guardrails. Well, and, and I love that. And I also think too, a coach brings a perspective because they're, they're not just coaching you. Mm-hmm. They're coaching a lot of people. And there's things that they see that are called, uh, you know, uh, consistencies where there's somebody that's doing something phenomenally well and having a great return on it and then you can take that understanding and say hey you know what I got to tell you this this might work better for you and I also think a coach is great because we can identify people's strengths and weaknesses and uh, you know I'll, I'll give an example so somebody says um you know I, I didn't make my calls today well well that's that's not really what I hear what I hear is tell me why you didn't make the calls and it could be a whole plethora of reasons it could be I'm not really good at blocking my time. Okay, so we don't have a call problem. We have a time blocking problem. Or they can say, well, you know what? Every time I go to make a call, I just I get this, I don't get a good feeling and I just push it off. So we don't have a time blocking problem. Your time is scheduled. You have a fear problem. Mm-hmm. And and all of a sudden now we're tweaking, right? We're tweaking how we're helping them and helping them at the root of what's causing them not to make that activity happen, if you will. And I think a lot of people underestimate that power of coaching. And I know not all coaching is, is equal. I know that there's some there's some areas where I see, you know, it's just, hey, we got a list of things. Are you doing the things? Are you turning your scorecard? But I think one of the things that's unique about Winnipeg Coaching is we do a little bit of a deeper dive to really get to understand you and meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about bringing you on because you have this really great depth of knowledge because not only have you coached, but you've also managed. I mean, you've you've run offices where you've got quite a few agents and What does Larry say? You know, a real estate office is kind of like a fruit bowl. you got a bunch of different people in there that are coming at you from all different angles. And you got to know how to interact with people based on personality types, strengths and weaknesses. So I think that's a big key that some people don't under that people underestimate when it comes to coaching as well. 100
1: percent. So listen, not all of us are wired equally. Right. Or we have the same gifts and abilities or talents. And so one of the exercises that we do in the coaching program is we figure out what you do really well. Like, where does your business typically come from? Are you good at open houses? Are you good at calling people on the phone? Are you good at hosting a party? I've got one coaching client that she's phenomenal. She could work a room like nobody I've ever seen. She's just phenomenal at that. So What we have her do is host more dinner parties or host more wine events. You know, pick a pick a winery, uh, you know, near you. The town of Woodenville alone, I think there's like 400 tasting rooms or wineries in Woodenville. So plan an event, work the room, you'll get business from those things. But we're not all wired the same way or gifted the same way. So we have to figure out and a coach will help you figure out what you're good at. Do those four or five things consistently and then eliminate some of the white noise, things that you don't do very well, the things that don't drive your business or your bank account.
0: Absolutely. And I also think, too, a coach is really good. You know, some of the times when my calls are happening, we're not even talking real estate. We're talking life because what I find is they're getting out of balance and they're not getting recharged and maybe some burnouts happening. And so I say, hey, when was the last time you took a day off? Uh, when was the last time that you, you know, really just stopped and just took a deep breath and just really recharged? When was the last time? When was the last time you were home for dinner with your kids? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when was the last time you actually put that phone down and uh, got less distracted? And it's, so I think it's a combination of a lot of those things because one of the things I find is that when people really get their their lifestyle dialed in and their routine dialed in, it's amazing where their business starts to click. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a combination. It's a combination of looking at you know work life balance. And how are we helping them to achieve that and checking in? And I love it. The accountability is key, right? In fact, I just had somebody the other day on a call say, hey, you know what? You need to get a little bit tougher with me. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to. I'm happy to try to hold you a little bit more accountable on that. So um, so, that, so that's a, that's a big thing to do. And by the way, uh, for the listeners, if you hear a little bit of background noise, I apologize. I'm at a conference right now uh, for a Ninja installation. And Joe so agreed kindly to do this with me. So. Right, so Joe, so those are a lot of great things. Um, Let me ask you this: What's been your uh, success rate in seeing the frequency of which when you engage with a coach? Because you know people can do different options when it comes to hey, we're just going to meet once a month or twice a month. I mean, what are you seeing to be the most beneficial interaction?
1: Well, for me, it's 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 usually two or three times a month if it's one-on-one coaching. I mean, we do group group coaching, of course, where we get together with you know large groups of people called the path or or some other uh, event where we're, we're doing a large talk for a large audience. Um, but the one-on-one coaching for me is either every single week or two or three times a month at minimum, we should be in front of those people on one-on-one coaching. Here's what I say to people all the time. Coaching, coaching is a process, right? There, there's no, we don't have magic beans or some secret sauce that we can sprinkle on your business to make it grow. Coaching is about accountability and about building a systematic approach. And so for my coaching clients, we meet either every single week or at a minimum twice a month for about 30 to 45 minutes over a Zoom call or your favorite Starbucks or your office conference room. But um, but coaching for me is 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 more of a, of, of a weekly or biweekly uh, interaction with those folks. Does that answer the question?
0: Absolutely. And I think uh, to clarify, you know, there's, there's the actual call like for you, there's the call and then there's, there's the access, you know, on text or access on email where we're checking in. And the the other thing is, yeah. And the other thing is scorecards, right? You know, are the scorecards getting turned in and are we doing those types of things and looking at it? And you know what I find, uh, this is something that we were talking about before we started this podcast is that, you know, here we have uh, real estate agents are helping clients with one of the biggest transactions in their lives. There needs to be a high level of professionalism, but we have a very low barrier of entry into our industry. Mm -hmm. And if you go look at other service providers or other industries, if you will, we can take sports, we can take, um, you know, uh, 500, Fortune 500 companies, you see people running these companies. What's interesting is those people that perform at the highest levels, there's one thing maybe a lot of them have in common. They all have a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Think about Olympic athletes. These are the these are the best athletes in the entire world competing against the other top athletes in the entire world. And every one of those Olympic athletes has a coach. Uh, Are they they naturally gifted? Of course they are. But the coach is the one that helps them with their their exercise regimen, maybe their diet, maybe some daily routines where they're doing certain things on a regular basis. So when you think about professional athletes or Olympic athletes or uh, Fortune 500 CEOs, right, they have coaches and mentors and people that uh, hold them accountable for the things that help them run their business or perform at a high level at their sport.
0: Yeah. And I always say two things to my clients. I say, you know, my job is to help you realize the person that you want to become. Mm -hmm. That's number one. The other one is I'm committed to work with people who are committed because I think there's another misnomer out there. They say, well, I'm going to hire a coach. I'm going to be successful. Like you said, coaches don't make you successful. Mm -hmm. What a coach does a coach holds you accountable to the activities that we know will make you successful. But at the end of the day, you've got to be committed, right? You can't kind of want it because if you kind of want it, you're going to get a kind of result.
1: Yeah, I have a, a, a great, great point, Michael. I, I have a coaching client right now that increases GCI. Last year, I uh, say last year, twenty twenty one. I mean, we're almost to the end of the in year. Uh, so this year, he increases GCI by seventy percent. That's seven zero percent. Okay, that's a big number. Um, and and he, on the our last coaching call, he thanked me for you know helping him get there and all that stuff. And I said, listen, I just gave you the guardrails, man. I just gave you the systematic approach. You did all of the heavy lifting. Yes. Because you showed up every week for our coaching calls to let me know what you did last week, what you plan to do this week, is why you're able to increase your your GCI by seventy percent. So um, they, it's not enough to sign up for coaching; you have to show up for coaching. And 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 oftentimes, there are people that sign up and don't show up, and they don't see the results um, of, of you know of their efforts because they're not putting the time in.
0: Right, and I've even had uh, uh, situations where I fired myself. And I literally fired myself because I said, yeah. Hey, you know what? This is a waste of money for you. You know, if you're not going to commit to this, then, then why are you spending the money? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and by the way, and here's the other thing, and I want people that are listening that are thinking about getting a coach is what I'm going to tell you. There's other people that are lined up behind you that want to coach. And if we give you the commitment to say, we're going to coach you, then we need you to make the commitment to coach. Because if you're taking up a seat where somebody else is willing to commit, Mm-hmm. That's a challenge too. And that's where I looked at that and said, I got to fire myself because i got somebody else who would step into this position and say, you know what, I'm going to commit. I'm going to make the steps. I'm going to make it happen. And I think so. And, and the point why I asked this question, because I don't want people to think, well, if I hire a coach and I spend my money, I'm going to, I'm going to make it. You've got to run the activities that we talk about and be, and here's the other thing. You've got to be honest and authentic on your calls.
1: Uh, and i think as coaches we you know firing ourselves i love that term i never heard that before but i love that term think about you know the listing the, the listing that we took where they the seller wasn't listening to our our marketing uh advice our price opinion our our staging advice um and we're spending all this time and money and energy on this person trying to help them sell their house and they're simply not listening and how many opportunities are we are we not getting or yes. are passing up because we're working with this, this person that has an unrealistic expectation of our ability, of the markets, of their home, and we're missing other opportunities. So sometimes we have to say no to that piece of business to be available for the piece of business that does work for us. And as coaches, it's the same thing. Sometimes we just have to, have to say no to people because not a right fit, or they're not ready yet, or they're not willing to engage at the level they need to engage in.
0: Yeah, I, have, I totally agree. And I think in the last little piece that I want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about, you know, expense, but I think the last little piece is that, you know, coaches also help you change your perspective. Cause I think a lot of times people come into it and they have this, and they, and we, ha- we all have a perspective of how we see, how we fit into the world and how we fit into our environment. And sometimes coaches can help you change the way you see things, which enhance change things you see. And so they all of a sudden they go, Hey, have you ever thought about this? Have you ever thought about that? And they give you, and they help you kind of build a different perspective And maybe it's a perspective of abundance. Maybe it's a perspective of hope. Maybe it's a a perspective of self-worth. Maybe Mm. it's a perspective of professionalism and strategy. Maybe it's a perfection of dialing back your ego. I mean, there's... There's there's a lot of different things, right? When it comes to helping people to truly hit that level of success. And here's the other thing is the, the, not the finite success, but infinite success, sustainability Mm -hmm. with your business, high Mm -hmm. percentage of net income and having fun and having a life. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: Yeah, no, I I don't. And I want to underscore the having fun and having a life part of it too, because it's not just about increasing somebody's GCI or transaction count. That's part of it. But, you know, part of it also is, are you having fun, uh, do you have a family life or a personal life or um, are, are you able to see your friends as often as you would like to? I mean, I could tell you, you know, in my sales career, and by the way, for 25 years of, of, of first 25 years in my real estate career, I actively listed and sold real estate. I mean, if I didn't sell a house, we didn't eat. Right. And I'll tell you about my experience is Sunday was my day off. And I, as God is my witness. I did not work on Sundays unless two things happened, Michael. Uh, You were a listing of mine and somebody uh, called and said, I've got an offer on your property. I made myself available for that activity. Or you called and said, Joe, that house you showed me on Wednesday, I'd like to ride it up today and have to be Sunday afternoon. I would meet with you. So if we were transacting, I was available. But Sunday was the day that I took off to be with my family and I didn't go to the office and I didn't write notes and I didn't make phone calls and I didn't do open houses and those sorts of things. A little, little unique for an agent not to work on a Sunday. But here's what I also did. I hired agents in my office to do those open houses or to show those properties. If it was a transaction, I was available. If it was anything other than a transaction, I found people and I would pay them handsomely to cover for me so that I could spend time with my wife and my three kids and have some balance in my life. And what we see too often is if you don't have a coach or somebody, or mentor that's that's, uh, tracking your life with you. You'll spend all of your time working 24-7 and then the rest of your life falls apart and you're making all this money, but it's really not worth it at the end of the day. So um, having that balance is, is really critical for longevity in real estate, in my opinion.
0: I totally agree. And so, so the last little thing I want to touch on before we wrap up here. So so obviously coaching is not free. Um, you know, Coaching is an investment. And I want to be clear on that. It's not a cost, it's an investment as long as you will commit to doing the things that the coach asks you to do. But um, so many times we'll hear people say yeah but you know what and what they're doing is they're looking at it as a cost and so it's it's a fraction in many cases where we are with our business and, and with real estate today it's a fraction of a transaction that covers a year or two years or three years of coaching and uh, and I gotta agree and I'm just speaking for my coaching clients you know if you're if we're coaching you uh, you know we're looking for 30 40 50 60, percent increase in business and it's so it's a it's a tiny tiny fraction but it's an investment what would be your advice to somebody who was looking at say well i gotta get coaching but it's going to be I, it's an expense it's a cost what would you say yeah
1: uh, uh i would say this i, I would say um it, it's it's an investment in your uh in your future in your career on average in my coaching program when, I, when my coaching clients we're seeing about a 45 percent average an increase in, in gross commission income year over year if you apply if you show up sign up and show up and apply those basic fundamental principles that we coach to so I would say it, it's it's an expense think about this we spend you know sometimes you know two or three thousand dollars for staging a really nice property right a one-time event we're staging a property for a seller we're spending a whole bunch of money for this one-time event where you could spend that money on a, a coaching experience I'm not saying you don't stage your properties but we're, we're we're reluctant to spend that on a coaching experience that will give us more listings in the future. Right. Um, so what I tell people is this: if you're looking for a forty five percent increase in GCI next year, hire a coach, sign up and show up, do the things that your coach asks you to do, and you'll get a you know you'll get a really handsome pay raise in twenty
0: twenty three. Yeah, and and here's the thing that I would say is twenty twenty three is going to be a, a year to take an amazing opportunity in this business. And if you look at what Matthew Gardner says about what's happening, and if you look at our opportunity, I mean, we still have higher buy, buyer demand. You know, we still have some inventories that are a little bit low, but we have an amazing opportunity and the market's normalizing. Uh, very, very different than what the news is saying and everything's, you know, horrible, but the market's normalizing. And what we know is that there's a lot of agents that are going to go away. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it was, um, uh, oh my gosh, now he escapes me, but uh, um Oh, Warren Buffett says, you know, when the tide goes out, you can see who is swimming naked. And I think we and, and I and I think and I think we have some agents that unfortunately they came out of a time when it was, you know, they were just putting homes on the market and they were selling quickly and they don't have processes, they don't have systems. We're gonna see those agents go away. And the really great professionals that have coaches that are running their processes and their systems, they are going to do phenomenally well in twenty twenty three.
1: I totally agree. I you know, I, going back to the recession of of two thousand eight, two thousand nine in that area. We lost about a third of our brokerage community uh, nationwide. That's, that's a big number. Um, and bec- because it was, there was less low-hanging fruit for people. And I think, I don't know that we're getting back to that. I don't think we're getting back to a recession, and I want to be clear on that. But, I, but you know, the market has shifted. It's really changed. And, um, and sellers are hoping to get what they could get a year ago for their property in the camps. Interest rates have gone up, you know, 3 points or three and a half points. And so buyers are being priced out of the market for the home that they could afford you know, six or eight months ago. And so there will be a few agents that we're going to lose because the market has shifted. The few agents that are left standing better have a very good plan of systematic approach to grow their business in 2023 and beyond. And please have somebody that's going to help you with that systematic approach on a consistent basis. Uh, I love the book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy and and I've shared this with a number of people over the years, it's Darren says that you, you have to do something today and tomorrow and next week and next month and next quarter throughout the course of the year in order for you to increase your productivity and find some balance in your life. And, uh, and that's what the coaching program does. It, it, it affords you uh, that systematic approach where you're able to take advantage of the fact that you've got somebody that's, that's kind of watching your plank if you will. Right. Right. And sure that you're, you're a, a good sounding board when they hit those difficult times.
0: Yep, I totally agree. I totally agree. So I mean kind of to put a bow on this, um, you know, coaching holds you accountable. You've got to show up just as your coach shows up and be committed to what you're doing. There's a lot of different areas as to why you may or may not be doing something that a coach gives you a different perspective to find out how it's happening. If you want to get a pay raise, right? Commit to the things your coach asks you to do and we'll give you predictable results and don't look at it as an expense, look at it as an investment because you're going to get a return, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 also, too, find a coach that fits with you. I think that's the other thing is, you know, you and I are the only, only two coaches at Windermere Coaching. We've got other coaches as well, and you want to find somebody who's going to fit right with you, that's going to meet your personality types and work with you. So we're willing to help you with that. And uh, I just want to say, too, for this podcast, it was a great opportunity for me to introduce Joe back into the Windermere family. So, Joe, we're so grateful that you're back, and we're really grateful that you're back with Windermere Coaching. And I think it's a great addition to our company. And um, I look forward to working with you. And I also look forward for you bringing new concepts and ideas into our coaching organization. And um, anything, you, anything for the good of the order, Joe, you want to say before we, uh, before we wrap this yeah, up? Just,
1: yeah. Thank you. Uh, first of all, thank you for the invitation today. Thank you for um, uh, the opportunity to work with, with you and the, and the coaching team. Uh, I'm thrilled to be back at Windermere. It's honestly, it's been six years since I was with the company. Um, and, um, and I'm thrilled to be back. I, I love what I do for a living. I get to help people take their career to the next level, whatever that means to them, right? Because everybody's different. The fact that I get to do with Michael Fanning and Doug Simcock and Nick Hansen and the rest of the team, uh, it fills my bucket. So thank you for for the invitation. Yep. And I'm thrilled to be back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And other coaches Stevie and Debbie and Bruce and Penny. So it's 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 terrific. And hey, uh, real quickly for the listeners, if they wanted to get a hold of you or they wanted to follow you, because I know you have great Instagram content. Uh, just throw that out there real quick, so they can know, and I'll also put it in the show notes.
1: Yeah, so it's it's just uh, Joe Galindo uh, coaching on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, my um, my web address is joegalindocoaching.com. If you want to find out more about who I am, read some testimonials, find out about uh, my my experience and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram. I, I typically try to post a couple of videos per week that talk about something of value. We're not trying to sell coaching program as much as we're trying to add value to your life, helpful tips that will help you sell more real estate or take more listings.
0: Terrific. Well, hey, for our listeners out there, I want to thank you for taking time today, Joe. I want to thank you. And again, if you want to know more about Windermere Coaching, you can go to windermerecoaching.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well. We're happy to give you a complimentary call to see if coaching is right for you. And uh, we always end these by saying, be awesome and help somebody. And please, please, please make it a great day. And thank you for being here. just wanted to thank you for listening to ask a coach the windermere podcast if you found our content helpful please feel free to share it and we always end our podcast by saying be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day